There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. Harsh words in the Dáil from Minister Dara O'Brien, Minister for Housing. He had been accused by Sinn Féin of planning to attend a proposed roadshow for institutional investors. And he accused them of trying to create a controversy out of a non-issue. I actually think you should be better than this. You should be honest with people. You have a responsibility as a TD and a legislator. But no, your priority is to raise a non-issue to create a controversy. And let me be very, very clear with you. And you know this. There are no plans, and I have no plans, to attend any of the proposed events, proposed events that you reference. Sinn Féin Housing Spokesperson Ona Bryn. Owen... Uh, were you stirring up for the benefit of social media, which is what he also said in that few words? Good morning to you. PJ, good morning to you. Yeah, I, I have to say, I, I was a little taken aback by the minister's response. So so just a little bit of background. Uh, some very good investigative reporting uh, by a journalist called Craig Hughes of the Irish Mail on Sunday revealed documentation uh, from the Department of Finance uh, dating back to the summer of last of this year. Uh, and that documentation from the Department of Finance, so this is a memo prepared for the Secretary-General, outlined that following the government's decision to increase stamp duty on certain categories of institutional investors to try and deter them from block buying uh, houses and duplexes that were originally built for families to buy, uh, the Department of Housing officials were uh, nervous that investors were spooked uh, by this government decision. And the Department of Housing asked the Department of Finance to assist them in organising a roadshow at which the Minister of Finance and the Minister of Housing would attend to try and reassure these very same investors uh, and to give them some reassurance that there weren't further policy changes coming down the track. So that's virtually what was in the, um, the memo. Now, the reason why this is significant is because uh, housing affordability is one of the single most important issues for those of us involved in the housing debate. It affects people in Cork, as it does here in Dublin. Mm. And there are certain categories of institutional investors who are coming in, availing of very, very generous tax breaks sure. and being able to outbid uh, working people uh, uh, for uh, houses, duplexes and apartments by a factor of 30, 40, 50, 60,000 per home. Darrell O'Brien had been very critical of this. 
when he was in opposition. In fact, he was the first politician ever to use the word cuckoo fund on the floor of the Dáil. And yet, since he's been in government over a year and a half, he's done very little to deter this. So what I was doing, and I think anybody who listens to the full exchange, if they have the time on the, on the Iraqis website, will see that what I was asking is, first of all, could the minister confirm that the information in the memo to the Secretary General of the Department of, of Finance was true? Was a roadshow being organised? Was he planning to attend? Um, and who is he going to meet? Now, he had been asked those questions by journalists, uh, particularly Craig Hughes, who ran more of the story on the Monday and Tuesday in the Irish Mail, and he hadn't answered them. Uh, and two things are significant about what the minister said in the clip that you just outlined. He said there are no plans. Well, there are, because Pascal Donoghue confirmed a few days earlier under questioning that he would attend such a thing. Clearly, the Minister for Housing has now said he wouldn't attend. Mm. But again, that's not what he said. Are you accusing him of speaking in untruth in the door? All I can say is is that we, we have had over three days a very reasonable and legitimate questioning by the opposition about an issue that goes to the heart of our affordable housing crisis um, and how government poorly regulates certain categories of investment funds. That Pascal Dunhu has said that there is going to be a tour and he will attend. The Taoiseach has said there is no tour. And Dara O'Brien has said there are no plans. Uh, and, and if there are, he's not attending. That doesn't seem to be like a consistent message among the Taoiseach, the, ta- the Minister of Finance and mm-hmm. Minister for Housing. Based on a memo that, like you said, uh, that yeah. journalist and, and, got. And again, Craig, Craig Hughes has, has published online uh, whole sections of the memo sure. for context. Sure. And for me, the really important point is this, right? Because this isn't about... But no, no, come back to my question, which you didn't answer. Are you suggesting that the Minister has uh, spoken an untruth in the Dáil? What I'm saying is, is the statements by Pascal, Pascal Donoghue, the Minister of Finance, the Taoiseach, Michael Martin, and the Housing Minister aren't consistent. But, I don't but know Han, which one is the, telling the oh, truth. With respect, that's but not what I asked you. The consistency of their statements isn't the question. My, do you my, believe my, he... My, my, my direct answer to you is, I don't know which of the three of them to believe, but somebody is not telling the truth. Okay, okay, okay. But can I say, here's what's really important in all of this because the, the real issue can get lost. The reason why this is important is because uh, Michael Noonan introduced incredibly generous uh, tax breaks to uh, encourage institutional investors to come into the Irish property market. Owen Murphy made very, very bad planning uh, changes uh, or changes to planning law, again, at the behest of these same investors. I'm not against private sector investment coming in, buying land, getting planning permission and building good quality homes for people to rent or buy. That's not a problem. What I am very concerned about is a certain category of investor who doesn't build anything, but they swoop in after other reputable builders build uh, homes. And because they can have a veil of the generous tax breaks uh, that Fine Gael introduced in a previous government that say ordinary buyers can't, they're able to significantly outbid families, push yeah. up the price. And they're becoming of mass landlords, of, effectively. Well, and but what they're also doing is they're inflating the price of houses, making it much more difficult for working people to buy, and then charging extortionate rents. And and for me, the real issue, uh, and this is what I will accuse Daryl Bryan of, is rank hypocrisy. He opposed this in opposition. He said he was going to do something about it. Mm. Here we are a year and a half on. And instead of dealing with the issue, he, he he's personalizing his attack against me as an individual. And that's fine. I've, I've thick skin and a brass neck like most politicians. But he's not dealing with the core issue of okay. the rising price of homes and the inability of working people, even on good incomes, to buy uh, 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 their home for life uh, and instead to be forced to rent at high rents indefinitely into the future. Speaking of doing things in opposition, uh, I was looking over a few newspaper articles and I know newspaper won't refuse ink on, but people often ask me to ask you this question when, when I'm speaking to you. Why does Sinn Féin seem to, and I use that word, 
seem mm-hmm. to serially object to the building of houses. 6,000 houses across Dublin. I could go back to examples from, say, Fingolf and Devony Gardens and other Oscar Trainer. You know, why do you keep objecting to house sure. the building of houses in the middle of a housing crisis? So two things uh, on on all of the developments that those six thousand units of accommodation relate to. So it's Oscar Trainer Road or Devony Gardens. Uh, there's one in Donabate and two in uh, Talent and Dawkin. We're not against houses being built on any of those sites. In fact, uh, one of those sites with a thousand homes, uh, uh, although they haven't been built, is in my constituency, and yeah. I've been campaigning for ten years on it. What we were against and what we voted against was the transfer of public land owned by local authorities at low or no cost to private developers where very large swathes of the houses that would be delivered on that land it would be sold at the open market at unaffordable prices of, say, €400,000. What we have argued for the start is all of those 6,000 homes to be built, but to be built led by local authorities with a really, really good mixture of social mm-hmm. homes, affordable rental homes, and crucially affordable purchase homes. Would you accept that more stock brings prices now? No, it doesn't, unfortunately. I mean, in fact, if you look at the last year of the Celtic Tiger, where 90,000 homes were being built, house prices continue to rise. But there's a more important point in our opposition to these land transfers, is that uh, uh, when you transfer public land, which is in short supply, to a private developer in one of these Fianna Fáil, sweetheart deals, what it does is it reduces the number of affordable homes that the local authority can deliver. So if you take O'Devany Gardens, half of the homes there, right, and there's now going to be about 1,000 homes, half of them will be sold at prices over €400,000. If government had done what we had called for back when Simon Coveney was minister and funded the local authority to develop that as a social affordable rental and affordable purchase uh, site, uh, the homes would have already been built by now and every single home on that site would be affordable, every single one. Why should we be allowing half uh, of the homes built on public land to be sold at unaffordable open market prices? It makes no sense. So we're in favour of developing homes on every single one of those sites, but public housing should be used for social, affordable rental and affordable mm. purchase homes, not to line the pockets of the developer friends of Fianna Fáil and Fine Gael. Let me put this call to you that has come in uh, this morning I'm no fan of the government, as you know, and Fergal tells me that it's someone we know and he isn't. But all these fellas are great when they're in opposition. The second they get into power, they become traitors to the people. This guy can shout and roar all he wants, but he's kidding even himself if he thinks people will regard him as any different. Once, twice, three times bitten. What I think this man is saying, Owen, is you talk a great talk. But when the reality of being government hits, it's a bit different. Uh, and look, Fergal asks a very important question. Uh, first of all, uh, I, I do very little shouting. Most people who know me know that my tone is always very uh, uh, reasoned. But what I would say to Fergal is... It's not, no, Fergal is uh, who's writing it up for me. It's just the, the caller. Oh, I don't apologies, have... apologies. What I, what I would say to the, the, to, the, to the caller is give us a chance. Uh, every government since the foundation of this state has been led by Fianna Fáil and Fine Gael. Uh, and because every one of those governments has generally done things in the same way as the government before, that has led to a certain level of apathy and cynicism that any political party leading any government can change. And I can understand that. All we're asking for people to do is give us a chance and then judge us by what we do. And and if we turn out to be like the rest, boot us out of office. Might I suggest, though, Owen, that when you get into... When you just totally cut across, when when you do get into government, as if there was an election tomorrow, you possibly would, you'll find that in actual fact, you do what you're told by the upper... And higher echelon civil servants. Ain't that the truth, really? Well, let's, 
let, let's let's see about that, right? But what I would say is is there are examples both in our own past, although very few, uh, and in in other uh, nearby jurisdictions where either uh, uh, individuals with strong political will or parties can deliver real change. I mean, the introduction, for example, of of universal free second level education is one example. Uh, The creation of the National Health Service, for example, after the Second World War in Britain is another where the entire establishment didn't want these things, but they were done. What Sinn Féin is arguing is these shouldn't be isolated incidents in history. Noel Brown and the eradication of TB is another one. We want to lead a government that on health, housing, childcare, uh, cost of living and Irish unity delivers real change. And all we're asking for people is give us one chance and then judge us well, by what we do, not what we say. Well, when the election campaign is underway, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll listen to all that again. But thank you very much, Ono Brin, Sinn Féin Housing Spokesperson. Quartz 96 FM. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.